0: I should be recording this for Patreon. Okay, I got it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday at 7 a.m., And you can check out bonus content on Patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for behind the scenes, pictures, videos, and other bonus content at Patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast. Link in the description. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of
1: course, by...
0: Hey, everybody. I'm Jackie, joined here with Robot Joe. (laughs) I am very impressed. That was like the hardest thing I've ever
1: done in my entire life.
0: You were so focused and a little behind-the-scenes input. That only took you two tries. Yeah, it definitely took a couple of tries. Impressed. Good job.
1: Well, anyways, the reason why I was a robot for our introduction this week is because we were, of course, at none other than... Human Robot in Philadelphia for today's craft brewery review and grading episode. So we figured, yeah, let's embody sort of the vibe of what's going on there. And I guess welcome first time listeners, returning listeners, robo listeners.
0: (laughs) We don't always talk like robots on the podcast. No,
1: only when we go to robot themed breweries, (laughs) but that was the case today. So we figured, uh, yeah, when in human robot Rome land, you got to embrace it. So, Yeah. I guess you want to just go through our grading rubric quickly for those robots who might be joining us for the first time. I'm sure they can just upload it, but why don't you tell us? Yes.
0: Welcome to all of the A-grade robots. Mm. We have four robot grading categories. (laughs) (laughs) The first one is atmosphere and ambiance. After that, we will go into service. After that, we will go into beer. And finally, we will conclude with food.
1: Yep. And I'm very excited about this episode for several reasons. The first of which is that, uh, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about the at the end, maybe about our experience in Philly so far, because we are obviously back in Philadelphia, as mentioned for this week's review. But I feel as if there were so many options to choose from, especially in terms of craft breweries. It was so hard to narrow down to just a couple or a few breweries that we really wanted to go to while we're here. And we've already concluded the fact that we have to come back here because there were so many other breweries that you just, you can only drink and eat so much in a a weekend. So we definitely plan on coming back, but Human Robot stood out to us as maybe one of the first ones we wanted to check out because I've had some of their beers. I, I can't pinpoint exactly when or where but I've definitely heard of them before. I've definitely tried a beer or two of theirs and they have pretty good sort of reputation in the craft beer world and the craft beer scene even up in New York where we live. Um the pictures online on Google Maps as we always say you can't quite trust those reviews and ratings and pictures all the time, but they seemed really interesting. So we thought, hey, it was about a I don't know, 10-minute walk from the coffee roaster that we did that morning. So Let's hit up Human Robot, see what's going on. So that was sort of the reason why we chose this one. And of course, that, I guess, leads us directly into atmosphere and ambiance. So do you want to begin with that category? Or do you have any other preamble stuff to establish?
0: I think this definitely bleeds into atmosphere and ambiance a little bit. But I thought it was interesting about Human Robot was that when we put out feelers for different places that we should check out in Philly, Human Robot came up pretty much Every time, super highly recommended by everybody that knew we were going to Philly, they recommended Human Robot. So that led us to finding a coffee shop around there and then hitting up Human Robot afterwards. Human Robot is in a really interesting part of Philly, which I think does go into atmosphere and ambiance a oh little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's in northern Philly, Almost a little bit on the outskirts of the Northern Liberties area, not quite in it. And the first thing that I noticed as we were walking from Northern Liberties to Human Robot Brewery was that it was in a really quiet part of Philly. Like there were a lot of empty storefronts, there weren't that many people around.
1: There was a lot of construction too, I think. Even across the street, they were rebuilding, it looked like they had demolished something. And they were totally rebuilding. So definitely a lot of change maybe going on in the area.
0: I can imagine that if we went back to human robot 10 years from now. So if we were robots and we time traveled back and forth. As you would. That this would probably be the next frontier (laughs) of a really, really cool, trendy Philly neighborhood.
1: Oh, maybe, yeah. There wasn't, like you say, a whole lot else going on around right there, but it definitely stood out to me because there were a lot of old buildings kind of mixed with very new buildings. There it was, was a, very, a
0: beautiful part of Yeah, Philly. there was a
1: very unique uh, character sort of to that environment overall, and I said, it almost sort of reminded me from the outside of Whistlepunk Brewing in Spokane, Washington, which we haven't done a review of on the podcast, but we did go there before we started the podcast last summer, and... Just the edifice, the outside with the beautiful brickwork old buildings, very much sort of a similar vibe in that sense, kind of not right on the the main street downtown stretch of the city, but a little bit off that beaten path, still obviously well within the city limits. So I got a very good vibe in that sense initially because I really loved that brewery. So I thought that sort of initial impression was a really strong foundation for me going into the actual building, which I should mention before we transition into talking about the actual building in terms of atmosphere and ambiance inside, there was this kind of like outdoor seating area that looked like it was painted something like a ship, and it was just for outdoor seating. I don't think it was heated or anything, but there were people by the time we left sitting out there having beers. So it was cool that even in the winter, it's still February, there were people both inside and outside enjoying it because as you'll hear from our thoughts I think there's good reasons to go and even if you have to sit outside to enjoy some of the beers they have to offer here
0: yeah and before we even venture inside there's one more thing I want to say about the outside is that in the neighborhood and on the street that human robot is on there is absolutely stunning graffiti art everywhere
1: yeah there's some really impressive stuff yeah
0: on buildings on fences and it's Really just adds to the character where you feel like you're going somewhere special. You feel like you're going somewhere unique that is going to stick in your mind and be super memorable. I can even picture it right now a couple of hours later exactly what that street looked like with the brick buildings on one side and the graffiti on the other side and construction happening sort of around and being a little bit off the beaten path. I just liked everything about the outside and then we stepped inside. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the inside?
1: Uh, I thought it was – so initially I was kind of shocked because I thought it was way smaller than I thought it would be. Me too. I was almost taken aback by how – and again, that's not to say it was – I've seen tinier, even smaller tasting rooms at breweries, but I just – for some reason the pictures online and the size of the edifice from the outside – I and all the hype, I expected a much bigger tasting room, which is not necessarily a bad thing I think, especially they have the outdoor seating, but it definitely took me back initially, but it makes sense if you look they had windows with the fermenter tanks in the back and they're making a ton of beer. So obviously a lot of that space is sort of reserved for that brewing process and equipment. So it was kind of a little bit sequestered away in that sense. I mean, there's all sorts of vibes in terms of how much of the brewing and and beer making uh, equipment is up front at a brewery, but you could still see it in sort of the background, the the workings behind the scenes. But yeah, the tasting room is is right there when you walk in, obviously. And again, there was still definitely enough seating. We seem to have gotten there at the exact right time because about halfway through our visit, people started funneling in and it filled up very quickly so that they were sitting outside which might have been a slightly different vibe like I said but I think there was still definitely a lot of enthusiasm by everybody coming there nobody seemed jaded that they had to sit outside because they were obviously there for what we'll get into in a little bit with the craft beer itself
0: right and I think that's another thing I want to point out is that even though it was a small Base. They did utilize it pretty well with the different types of tables. There were longer tables for big groups and smaller mm-hmm. tables for groups of two. So we were able yeah, to get two a or three, yeah, nook table sort which of in I the liked. corner, yeah, which, which I liked. I liked yeah. And there was also bar seating,
1: which yeah, so, so we all don't all, always see. Yeah, all in all, there was actually a fair amount of seats in such a small space. I actually think they... We talk about this all the time that some in some cases, we go to a place and we say, man, it's so small and there's no seating, But in other cases, we go to another place and it's the same size, but it seems like there's twice as much seating and it still sort of doesn't feel cramped or overlapping on each other. And so there's something really to be said for optimizing the space that you have. And I mean, I'm sure that there's whole restaurant science people who know about this, about flow rates of uh, how people got to move in places and that sort of thing and customers and employees and other staff. And I thought this was pretty well thought out in those regards. I I felt very comfortable sitting sort of even in the back for those reasons. Usually, like we say, we like to sit up front at the bar. But I think this was uh, fine in terms of, again, that was the seat available for us. And we felt very comfortable in that sort of space.
0: Yeah. And I thought they had great systems that actually added to the atmosphere and ambiance. For example, you could order food from a Separate sandwich business, which stay tuned, we will talk about later. Oh, too many sandwiches on <laughs> this trip. I
1: say that it, like w- with the caveat that, well, we'll talk about it when we get to food, I guess. But Philly food, oh, Philly, Philly food. food, Philly food is good. That's Philly all food. I'll say for now.
0: So they had really good systems where there was one person that was running the food, but you could order it right from your phone. Yeah,
1: there was like a little window. And I think they he said when I went up to order beers that it's like a separate business. But they were still, they would, there was somebody there to give you the food. So you just didn't order it through the bar. And I assume they were like around the side or on the other street or something. Maybe they were a place that you could actually walk in because they certainly had a lot to offer. But yeah, that was sort of the, the, the arrangement or the setup. Uh, so very uh, seamless. Well, yeah, seamless. Seamless. It made had- sense as sort of atypical as it was otherwise. It, it right. worked really well.
0: We've had some experiences where you wait a really long time for food if it's separate businesses that are bringing in food. Oh my God, yeah. And this was not that. This was a well-oiled machine, a well-oiled robot machine, I might say. that's
1: how they planned it.
0: And it felt like (laughs) they knew exactly what they were doing, including how you ordered beer at the bar. All of that was part of my atmosphere and ambiance, just how efficient it ran and Mm. how even though it was crowded, it never felt overwhelmingly crowded or anything like that. Mm. They have a good system for the business that they do every day.
1: So in terms of other aspects of atmosphere and ambiance, I feel as if craft breweries are kind of difficult to pin down sometimes giving an atmosphere and ambiance grade because they are so wildly different in terms of what one place is trying to accomplish and then what other places are trying to do. And we've just seen the full spread of places that have A lot going on they have games they have activities they have live music they have all sorts of art and and designs and exhibits even and regalia and just so much character i did feel as if there was kind of a little bit i I kind of wanted a little bit more of that
0: me too especially with the idea that your brewery is called human robot give me more
1: and there are touches of it for sure i mean there were definitely, again, more so in the names of the beers and just kind of Even like... Even that was
0: very subtle.
1: It was all very subtle, yeah. It wasn't... Again, the design, the logo kind of was not too flashy, which I think works with a human robot sort of designer feel. But I did get the sense that I kind of wanted a lot more about this idea of like, well, what do you mean by human robot? What exactly... I mean, we see this all the time. Some There's so many craft breweries where the names are so interesting And they're so interesting for really interesting reasons. And I have no idea why it's called human robot from, I didn't learn anything more coming here from when I left. And we've talked about that so many places you go and you're like, man, I wonder why this is named what it is. And either talking to the staff or reading about it on their menus or pictures on the wall, or just art and design that they have, the history that they show, you sort of get a much clearer sense with some mixture of those elements. And I really didn't get any of that. So that's definitely something that I would have wanted a little bit more of. But again, that's just for this specific aspect of what I look for, from my perspective, for uh, ideally in a craft brewery, maybe.
0: I agree with you. And sometimes it doesn't bother me as much. For example, if we go to a coffee shop and the coffee vibe, roaster? A coffee roaster, okay. I'm sorry. If we go to a coffee roaster and the vibe is kind of cozy and not quite linked into a right. theme, I'm right. okay with that because I get an overall feeling and an overall vibe in a place. This, to me, didn't quite have that either. I The music fit where it was almost robotic, that was, punk type That music. was maybe
1: the best aspect that made me feel human robot I pointed out and I never noticed the music like you always tell me but I noticed it this time because it sounded like almost like a Daft Punk remix or something maybe like
0: robot Daft Punk
1: which seemed even more appropriate than just Daft Punk like some sort of Daft Punk remix I mean Daft Punk is borderline remix as it normally is anyway and I love Daft Punk so that worked really well for me the music and it made so much sense ironically I was kind of complaining a few episodes back we were at a farm brewery like a country sort of themed brewery and they were playing country music and I was arguing that this music is trash and you were saying you're mad because this is obviously the type of music you should be playing at a farm yes. brewery and even it I had so even well. I had to agree with you I it I even admitted it country it. Yes. no I yes. even admitted it at that point. Having said that exactly here, I really appreciate if they were playing country music, I'd be like, unless it's robotic robots (laughs) playing country music. I don't know so much about this country
0: music does not match with that futuristic.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Technology. Yeah.
1: Well, it could. It could be the human part of it. That would be pretty cool. Right. Again, I don't know. I'm speculating now wildly, but whatever. So those were sort of my overall atmosphere and ambiance observations.
0: Yes, but we cannot leave this category without taking a trek to the bathroom. And this bathroom is worth talking about.
1: And welcome to this week's very interesting episode of our rendition of Bathroom Corner. Do the toilet? It's (laughs) it's hard to know, like, in my head, I can think like, oh, yeah, I should put the toilet flushing soundbite in (laughs) now, but I don't know exactly how it's ever going to sound until it's actually done. But anyways... So, I have a question for you because one of the reasons why I chose this brewery as well was because I saw a picture of the bathroom on Google reviews and I immediately thought, oh my God, we need to go there. And I stopped looking at anything else about the brewery because I'm like, ooh, what else is there? And unfortunately, that was what stood out most to me was that bathroom picture. But did you go to, did you use the other bathroom? Okay. See, I wish I had tried the other bathroom too because I want to know what was going on in that bathroom. Now, having said that, I should elaborate upon what I'm talking about. Before with this you
0: do, I just want to say that even though I knew this was coming because you had showed me the picture yeah. weeks ago, I had forgot. And when I walked in the bathroom, I went.
1: <gasps> yeah, it's very much uh, almost like a artistic jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <I>, uh,
0: <laughs> Yes. Right? I, Tell, yes, yes. I don't know
1: how else to describe it. You I, mean are that in, I mean that on. in a good way.
0: Listen, I I could see and call the fact that this is going to walk away with a bathroom A grading nomination.
1: Uh potentially, yes. Potentially. Potentially, yes. Because so, so go ahead. So basically you walk in and hopefully the lights are off. If you don't want to if you're planning on going to human robot and you don't want to be spoiled, jump ahead in the episode like two minutes. Yes. Because it is something that will kind of really catch your attention. Jarring a little. A jump scare.
0: An artistic jump scare. An artistic jump scare. That's exactly what it is.
1: And so hopefully you go in and the lights are off, which was my case. And again, I knew what to expect. And I turned on the lights and I was like, oh, a little bit. Because (laughs) (laughs) you're faced with basically a seemingly otherwise normal kind of almost... We've been describing them in Philly as like grunge bathrooms, a little divey, maybe some graffiti or stickers on the door or parts of the door or wall or whatever. That is a trend. Yeah, Yeah. it's just it's what hip people do. And that was all normal. It was a very otherwise normal Philly brewery bar bathroom in our experience, I think, on our trip here. However, the one distinguishing characteristic, and it is a big one, is the fact that all along the wall from... One one side of the wall and then the corner and the other wall, basically half the bathroom, is this huge... I don't know. Is it a painting or a mural, a mural. or something of this giant bear and some woman in a dress oh, riding, dress. It, riding yes. the bear? And I think it's like a mountain scene or something. It's very almost like not quite psychedelic, but almost surreal. It, it looks somewhat photorealistic like it's hard to pin down exactly like what the style is i mean i'm no art analyst so i'm failing to choose the right words anyways but bear bear in mind bear with us uh, bear with us um there's a lot going on there in terms of that type of detail and
0: also in order to sit down on the toilet the mural is painted right behind the toilet yes so when you are sitting down The bear is right behind you. Yes. And you're sitting down in the mural. Yes. I almost wanted you to come in the bathroom with me and I would sit (laughs) on the lid of the toilet so we could get a picture of that. But I did take some really good pictures of this mural. They will be available on Patreon for as little as $3 a month.
1: Patreon.com slash A-grade podcast for more great robot Robot content. content. Link in the description. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so definitely stood out. And the other touch I noticed, which I was very curious what you thought of this, because we, as we always say, never talk about our observations too much or at all before the podcast was the fact that the bear seemed to have circuit boards in its head, like yes. nailed into the wall, though. Yes. So
0: And they were not working circuit boards.
1: I don't know what they were. They were, were display. I, who knows? It I, was
0: part of whatever art was so going on. So my point
1: is, like, that was all fascinating to me. And I wanted more of that. I wanted throughout the whole brewery. Throughout the whole brewery, like that Dive to me. into that. That to me is what takes it. Oh. To that A grade level, or what would take it to that A grade level? Like that's what I wanted to see more of. Like, yeah, there's a bear here with circuit boards in its. And head. there was that's also awesome.
0: a picture in the bathroom of poop.
1: Oh, that was. Uh, and it said, "What's his name? <laughs> what did it, what did it say?
0: It said hope." Everything's coming out okay, or something like that. Well, that like was that. Uh, that was Mr. Hankey,
1: I think, from, <laughs> from South Park. South Park, yeah. but it was
0: really funny. So you have this bear behind you, this poop picture in yeah. front of you it was such a weird bathroom it was a weird bathroom It didn't yeah. fit with really the hipster vibe of the rest of the
1: place well i wanted the rest of the place to be more like the bathroom yes which is very rare for me to say give us more give that's us more that's a weird statement i don't think uh, it might be an original sentence for my life i don't think i've ever said you that. you could see the character in the way.
0: bathroom of whoever's designing and working here yeah i want more of that character yeah
1: Like I wanted throughout everywhere because I know what's in there. Yeah, more things and people with circuit boards and like that was such a cool concept to me that you you it was almost like Westworldian. If you if you ever watched Westworld or whatever, I don't know. I just felt like there was a lot more opportunity along those lines. But yeah, that was basically everything that stood out. So I think there was definitely a lot of touches of the type of character that make a lot of sense for this brewery. It was very comfortable overall. All of that sort of made sense and stood out to me, but I don't know if there was anything else you can think of or do you have a letter grade in mind?
0: I do have a letter grade in mind. Despite the couple of things that we would have added, I still think it was a really comfortable, cool spot that I would highly recommend. So I'm pretty confident in a B plus for atmosphere and (laughs) ambiance.
1: I'm so glad we're almost done with Philly because I'm so done and tired (laughs) of us agreeing with grades. We need to get back to a place where... I, I start being about to flip the table because I disagree with you because that's exactly yeah. where I landed. I was like, yeah, it's B plus. It's definitely above average. There's some really outstanding features. There's definitely some more that I might want ideally in my, my ideal brewery setting that uh, we have sort of, we were talking about this before the podcast that it's important for us to recalibrate and say like, okay, are we being too harsh or too lenient in our assessments? Because we don't want to be just Punitively saying like, oh, well, I thought that there should be robot bears dangling from the ceiling. Right. But we were thinking back to our road trip and the fact that we were at places where we said before we started the podcast, yeah, this is a grade atmosphere and ambiance experience. And So there are those standards that do exist out there that we're constantly looking for. And again, to make note of the fact that B-plus is still a great grade. It's higher than most of the brewery places that we've we've been to. So I think that's a really good grade overall for all of those reasons. Definitely. Yeah.
0: All right, Human Robot, send us to service. You start us off this time. Okay.
1: So service uh service is tricky this time around because we didn't get a seat at the bar the bar was full when we came in like we said we had to sort of sit on the the outskirts by the wall and i sort of said we had a chance to sit at the bar at one point but i said like i don't think it's going to really make a difference because there didn't seem to be a lot of interaction the bartender beer tender he was plenty friendly he seemed very knowledgeable like he definitely knew his beers I had a few questions a couple of times that I went up. He was able to answer them all. He even gave me a recommendation when I asked among a couple of different beers. So it was definitely a professional experience. Again, it didn't rise to that sort of level of engagement that I typically really like at a brewery where, I mean, how many places have we been to where, oh, Hey, where are you from around here? You in the neighborhood just for the day? Oh, cool. You're from somewhere else. Like, well, what are your favorite styles? I didn't get really to get to any of that level. So I thought, again, overall, it was a very positive experience, but I I didn't rise into that further kind of higher tier experience that I'm usually looking for at a craft brewery.
0: Now, here's an interesting question that I have for you as far as service, because I felt the same way. I had even less interaction than you had. So it's hard not to compare it. The other night, I guess last night, actually, we went to Victory. Yeah. And at Victory Brewing, we had two beer tenders that were probably not as knowledgeable about the beers or the brewing process as the guys were today, right? Mm -hmm. But they were really personable. We had some conversation. They gave us recommendations about Philly. We had a lot of conversation with them. Do you have a preference for which service experience you prefer in a brewery?
1: That's a really good question. Let's
0: see. You get the friendliness, but not the... They're like, eh, we're not really sure about... They didn't really say that, but they weren't experts in the brewing process but they is but, there-
1: but even then like they were still able at that other brewery to make legitimate valid recommendations based upon customer feedback which is equally important in many right. ways so i think in general that was a better more advanced customer service experience for those reasons. And you're not always going to get that opportunity where like, oh, the head brewer is there or even brewing people necessarily. And we've still had
0: a great experience. So I guess that does help me think about this a little, right? When we're thinking about our experiences with service, that it's not just about being knowledgeable about the beers and the brewing process. There's more to that. It's about that community that you create in your business and that conversation you have that brings you to the next level.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have somebody who is admittedly not as in depth with their beer knowledge, but is very receptive and asking questions and trying to figure out what might be a best fit for me as opposed to somebody who's just like, on their cell phone behind the bar. Not that this, that was the case here, but that had, has happened. Oh yeah, we in had we had we've those been. experiences. Yeah. So there's always it, it, that's just to say like it's hard to say like oh I want one or the other because even within those distinctions there's a lot of nuance. Like Great you could point. be a beer genius and just be on your phone all the time checked out or the op right. It could be any combination. It's like I always talk about this in my writing classes when I I'm talking about it the last. I talked about it last week. And I'm going to talk about it next week. How you you don't necessarily unless it's really clear think about things as good or bad in writing an analysis, you want to think about them as a, on a spectrum of effectiveness of least effective or less effective and more effective. And there's a lot of reasons why you may mark at various points along that, that sort of uh, scale. Right. So yeah, I think another point to keep in mind to factor in is the fact that the food place kind of nook thing in the back too did have that, person who took our order and who brought us food even offered us a second basket because we split which we'll talk about when we get to the food I actually thought that was an even better customer service experience I agree she she was great she was very friendly too so overall I, I would say it was definitely a positive customer service experience it didn't again transcend into that higher echelon level that I look for but yeah I thought overall it was definitely it was it was good maybe
0: I have a bad feeling we are going to have the same grade again.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go. Do I give my grade first? This yes. Time? I'm so bad at keeping track of this. I'm gonna go B minus mm. for well for nothing for beer <laughs> because I think it was it was definitely positive and I felt confident that if I asked them questions they would give me answers because they did they did have recommendations but it wasn't anything more engaging beyond that so I appreciate my I think what I'm trying to say is I appreciated that. There are definitely people there who are experts, but again, there's all of these other kind of considerations to weigh. So it doesn't fall sort of too far short in that sense, but it doesn't kind of go the other direction as well.
0: Yeah. And I think you could generally tell that all the people that were there really liked the beer, liked working there. They were all wearing human robot merch, which was cool to see. So for me, since I had a little less interaction than you did, I landed at a C. I thought this was... As satisfactory as a service experience can be, I was really happy with it. Fair enough. But it was a solid C, satisfactory to me. Such a
1: human robot score to give. Yes. Such a human robot score. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that leads us to the all-important category, of course, of beer. So you start.
0: Yes. I'm not going to say too much because I thought the beer was fantastic.
1: Yeah, the beer... Can I go, uh, well, we'll talk about the food in the moment. In a moment, but I thought the beer was great. It was maybe the best part.
0: Yes. And the only downfall about the beer, to be honest, was that they didn't have flights.
1: I pretty much know my letter grade It was for that reason.
0: Right. So they didn't have flights, but every beer we had was better than the next. The beer was the most crisp carbonated beer I think I've ever s- had my beer was bubbling so much that we took videos of it because it looked so beautiful yeah, the was presentation really was in awesome glasses especially the pilsners were in tall thin glasses that said human robot yeah, that was really cool and yeah. they were beautiful and just like this book that i'm reading what book the beer
1: you have no idea what it's called do you what's, the, what's I, it? I don't remember what's called uh <laughs> it's called tasting beer i think yeah, by randy, randy mosher. mosher yeah so in Randy the Mosher's the beer book is probably the better the beer title. book, yeah.
0: When I bring up the beer book, but in that book, Randy Mosher explains that presentation and visual feedback is really important when you're drinking beer, and that our brains have a hard time sometimes sensing the difference between what we're seeing visually and what we're tasting because our senses are all combined. And I totally felt that here because the beer looked photogenic. It was. Yeah. Gorgeous sure. beer in gorgeous glasses. The IPAs had a really nice head to them and were hazy in just the right way and a great color. I thought the beer tasted delicious. I love their IPAs. I loved the I had a German Pilsner mm-hmm. that was out of this world.
1: Yeah, the Pilsner was really good. Out of this world. But the IPAs too, the the one that he recommended, he was spot on because I had their flagship IPA which was great, but then the one that he recommended, he said, yeah, I kind of like this other one. And I tried it, and it had coconut vibes, and it was an outstanding IPA.
0: It was really creamy, that IPA. Yeah, it was really good. And just really delicious. I appreciated all the beer. I just wish we had flights.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a shame because I'm kind of torn between two letter grades. We only got
0: to try three beers. Yeah,
1: I'm torn between two letter grades for that reason because... If I'm, grading it, four. Yeah. if I'm grading it based on the beers I had... Yeah, I think we tried four different ones. Uh, I
0: wanted to try them all. They I only know. had, what, a 10 beers on tap, maybe? Yeah. And I would have loved to have two flights of five. We could have tried everything. And instead, we only got to try four... And they were bigger glasses.
1: Yeah. Well, they did offer 10-ounce pours for some of them, which and was samples, nice.
0: samples, but it was a little busy to do samples.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. But I uh, probably should have tried samples of the other ones because I'm kind of, like I said, torn between a couple of grades. But what are you thinking? Do It's tricky because the beer was <laughs> so
0: delicious, but no flights. Yeah. B+. plus. Wow. OK. A very, very satisfied B plus.
1: Yeah. I, I want to sort but of I want more. I, yeah. I, I wish we had tried other beers. But again, like I said, I can only drink so much. I think it was better than B plus. Honestly, though, I, I'm going to go a minus because I think everything I had was pretty great. The Italian Pilsner I had was not as good as the other ones. The flagship IPA was really good, but the other IPA was outstanding. So it was basically to me, all the beers that stood out to me were between like A's and A minuses. And again, if I had had more, that might have swayed me lower or higher. I don't know. So I have to go on what I actually tasted. But I think A minus is pretty accurate to what I actually had there.
0: Now that you're saying that, I think I agree with your grade more than mine. Of the course. beer was really good. Of course. Because I know because <laughs> I know exactly presentation, what I'm talking about. It probably should have been an A minus. I'm being a little harsh about not getting to try everything. Yeah. And that might just me being bitter.
1: <laughs> because you had hoppy beers.
0: <laughs> that I didn't get to try more. Entirely possible. I'm just greedy.
1: Well, I mean, there's lots of reasons Give why people beer. don't or breweries might not give flights i mean it could be as simple as that they just don't have enough dishwashing capacity to go through all those glasses like who the heck knows but yeah it is something that i do love because we're able to really genuinely then assess but i think overall if you go there for beer which is why you go to a brewery you will not be disappointed
0: Yes, and I put on the record that I agree with your A- minus more than my B+. plus.
1: Yep, because I'm always right. So, anyways, Sometimes right. the final – cat. nope, we're moving on. The final <laughs> <laughs> category, as always, is food. So, I start for food? Okay. I thought the food – I mean, we they had these QR codes to scan for the food menu, and when I did that, I was kind of blown away by the options. And it's, like, pretty much all sandwiches, which is really cool. I love a place that, where they're just like, look – we're going to make you a sandwich. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. And that was the vibe. Like one sandwich after another, I'm like, I want that sandwich. I want that sandwich. Oh, there's a cheesesteak in here too. I'm in Philadelphia. Do I get the Philly cheesesteak? Do I go with the Italian sandwich? It was almost, we were at the point where we're like, maybe we should just get a couple sandwiches and take the rest home for dinner because we were really struggling to decide. And we said, no, we're just going to go with the first one on the menu because one looks better than the next. And we did order it. It came out super quick. Like It wasn't like some of these other breweries we've been to that have partnerships and sometimes you're waiting. There was one brewery we were at, I think early on in the podcast, where we waited almost an hour and a half from hitting order.
0: And we were starving.
1: And we were like, I'd rather just go at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, understandably, if it's busy, it's busy. But that is quite a long time to wait for something that you order. And this was maybe like 20 minutes, which is about, I think, an industry standard ideal that you want somebody to wait for. So, anyways, that was great and it tasted great. We wound up getting the Gabagool chicken cutlet, uh, cheese uh, mozzarella sandwich. All the sandwiches
0: had such unique combinations. Yeah, they had roasted red pepper,
1: balsamic.
0: You wouldn't expect it to fit together, but it it was peppery,
1: a little spicy. Fresh mozzarella and the chicken cutlet. And it had,
0: uh,
1: uh, uh, on it. Gabagool.
0: Yeah, so good. Well,
1: that was, like, peppery, and, like, yeah. a, it had a little kick to it, but what I really appreciated was that, because the way I grew up, my mom, when she makes chicken cutlets, she cuts them thin, and that's why I love them, because they're cut thin, and you get, like, a really good chicken-to-fry ratio, which I love, and this was that thin-cut cutlet and i hate going to a place and they just give you like a fat piece of meat that's just fried in old greasy oil like this was nice and thin and crispy i i mean i'm sure if we got anything from there it would be fantastic the only thing was that it was maybe a little heavy for brewery food but like this is really kind of picking uh what what is it called where you're looking for trouble or something or trying to find flaws like nitpicky nitpicky that's it it was it was a little nitpicky so um, again, overall, the fries were great. They tasted really fresh. I thought it was a great food experience.
0: Yeah. A couple of other side notes with the food was that they did have really awesome looking vegetarian options. There was some eggplant, mm-hmm. some tofu. So yeah. that was really, I always appreciate that. And I think anybody could come and eat here. I think one of them was even vegan. And also the sandwich shop was called Poe's.
1: Oh, like Edgar Allan. Like Alan Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Poe yeah. And
0: all of the sandwiches had really fun kind of pop culture book movie. TV show. Yeah, I was names. reading through
1: and I was like, I because I just finished watching Sopranos for the first time and I was like, I think these are like Soprano references. I don't know. Wasn't what one
0: we, called the Tony?
1: <laughs> I think one was called the yeah. Skinny Tony or the something. The Skinny Tony or something. Well, that could be any reference, I guess, or that's probably. Re- but there were just references upon references. It was such
0: a fun menu, yeah. and I love, we love that. fun menus. We love yeah. fun menus. Yeah. I don't think a fun menu is gimmicky. I think it adds to your experience. I agree. Yeah, it reminds me of even the menu at Uber Geek, the beer menu. Mm -hmm. the beer names are just so fun they fit with the theme and i wish human robot would have leaned into that a little bit more too i know that their names do do have relation but we were researching a little bit of each beer like what does this mean what does this mean
1: yeah so i think i know my food grade though i do too yeah i'm gonna go honestly because i loved it i mean i've had a lot of sandwiches at a lot of breweries i don't i'm trying to think of a sandwich at a brewery that i liked more but this was not just fantastic but everything else looked fantastic i was looking over at other people's sandwiches and being <laughs> like yo i think that guy made a better decision
0: and the philly cheesesteak looks so good yeah
1: so i'm going to go a for food i thought it was i thought it was amazing like it was such good food for what we were looking for and it just worked really well with just having some beers relaxing and I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, what what are you thinking for letter grade?
0: I think that there are sometimes I know from the very first bite that it is a very easy grade and this was an A.
1: Wow. Okay, so
0: this was maybe the best food we had in Philly. I don't even know how you pick. Because we also had monks. We had such great food in Philly. But this sandwich yeah. shop was top notch. It was great, yeah. It puts Human Robot kind of over the edge in my mind of a brewery that I would recommend.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the fact that you can get that great food. beer and great food... We don't see that all too often. I mean, it does happen. And when it does, it's such a great experience. So I think that's all very fair to say. And unfortunately, as I said, I think last episode, we are still on the road recording in Philadelphia. So I'm on my laptop and I don't have the fireworks soundbite downloaded here. So I'm going to have to, when we give A grades together, I usually cue the fireworks sound. So
0: you're doing all the sound effects today
1: like a good human robot (laughs) feed me feed me feed me anyways uh so yeah i guess we can tally up our grades come up with an overall or our overall grades and then the overall podcast grade so what do we got what are we working with so
0: we have for atmosphere and ambiance we both gave a b plus for service joe gave a b minus i gave a c for beer Joe gave an A minus. I gave a B plus. That should have been an A minus. And for food, we both gave an A.
1: Okay, I think I know my overall letter grade. Yeah, I, I I kind of could see going in a few different directions, honestly. But I think where I'm going to land is the fact of thinking about a lot of the other places that we've been to on the podcast, and really. I mean, you can you can make claims for why you want to go one direction or another with the grade based on any of these individual categories, I feel like. But ultimately, I really like what did stand out to me. The things that I wanted more, they weren't things that like ruined my experience, so to say. They're just kind of things that normally I look for and I, I again, would have maybe pushed me into a, an even higher frame. But I think I know my overall letter grade. So do I. You Ready.
0: Ready. Three, Three, two, two one. A-. a minus.
1: What? I did not think you were going to go a minus. Wow, that's fascinating, and that makes our job easier because we don't have to argue. Well, we can argue anyways. We can argue. Anyway. What, are you, what are you thinking? Stealing my grade? <laughs> I give an A minus, so you have to give an A minus. What's that hey, about? Listen,
0: the rubric works.
1: The rubric works. The let rubric the knows rubric.
0: All. Yes, let the rubric be. Yeah. The reason I think I, went,
1: a, I think that's a very good grade. The reason yeah. I
0: went a minus was because that beer was phenomenal, refreshing. The food was. Phenomenal, refreshing. It was in an awesome neighborhood. Yeah. Striking neighborhood. Cool bathroom. Really good vibes.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's very accurate. Would yeah.
0: highly recommend if you were in Philly, take the track up to Northern Liberties area. Check out Human Robot. Check out Re-Animate or Coffee while you're in there as well.
1: Well, that's well, that was last episode. That's last yeah. week's episode. Mm-hmm. But they're right next I to think. each
0: other. So it's a nice back-to-back.
1: That's true. It's a short walk.
0: It's a short walk. Have a sandwich. Even if you're not a drinker, go get a sandwich Yeah, from Poe's Sandwich Shop. Well,
1: you can also get one of those light beers. They had lagers, too. They had great light yeah. beers.
0: The German Pilsner was outstanding. Maybe one of the best beers I've had since we started the podcast. Really, really good beer. Yeah, it was
1: really good stuff. Yeah, I think it's disingenuous to give it anything outside of the A range for all of those reasons. Right. Despite more of what we would want. Uh, that's, right. again, getting into kind of our preferences. but that makes sense to me. So I think a minus overall for human robot from a thank Grade you, podcast. Human robot. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. So you heard it here. You heard it here, folks. So thank you for joining us on this adventure to human robot. Unfortunately, actually, no, we're, we'll be going to a coffee roaster tomorrow morning on our way out of Philly when we leave. And then we'll be back pretty much in New York for a while. We have some other plans maybe to do some other cities not too far away like Philadelphia. Maybe I don't want to spoil too much because we haven't quite decided yet, but there are some other cities on our radar.
0: If anybody has any recommendations for some really good cities to go for beer and coffee, reach out to us. Let us know. We're bouncing a couple ideas in our head and we have not solidified where we want to go next. So let us know.
1: Yeah, we're gonna try to work off this Philly weight before. Yeah, we need <laughs> a little tomorrow.
0: detoxing from Philly, which ha- I we have quickly decided is a city of outstanding food,
1: city of brotherly food, oh, brotherly eats. Philly
0: is awesome. Yeah, and it's we've only re- explored really cool. just a little.
1: That's what surprised me the most so far is just the quality of the food. We have not had one bad meal. I've never cleared so many plates in my life. It's unbelievable. <laughs> we really? Have. Like every single dish, we I'm like, oh my god,
0: everything. <laughs>
1: it's so good it's it's so uh, it's a surprise just because I didn't expect it because normally you go to a city and you're like yeah, this was good. That was okay. It's like no, everything has been fantastic. We
0: have given more A grades for food in Philly than <laughs> yeah. any other yeah. city that we've been to.
1: Shocking! I did not expect that. <laughs> yes, I mean, what a surprise. Not complaining, but yes. uh, I will need some time to recuperate. Yes, we've so, also
0: had some good beer and some good coffee, so it's been yeah, fun. It's
1: been good, and yeah. like I said, we'll have at least one more episode before back exclusively in New York for a while. And if you again want more content check us out on instagram just search a grade podcast you can give us recommendations like we said or go to our patreon account patreon.com slash a grade podcast for bonus content behind the scenes pictures videos a full score sheet of every place we've ever graded with further specific recommendations for what vibes to expect at those places including our individual and overall letter grades so you can again go to patreon.com slash a grade podcast sign up for that there should be a link in the description as well I guess that's pretty much everything. So yeah. any other thoughts? Any final conclusions, ruminations? Thank you guys for advice coming Advice for the human robots.
0: On this ride with us. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you for joining us on A-Grade Podcast. We hope to see you next week, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Planet Earth, Solar System, Solar System, Milky Way Galaxy in Universe 1AB. Nine seven four two eight five six alpha gamma zeta nine four. I'm just going to fade out. Beep beep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to fade out. That's great.